Welcome to episode 17 of the Underground Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, here with my co-host, Colin. And today we're going to break down our teams of the week, players of the week, as well as some some surprises uh, in Penn State sports from the last week. A lot to get to. Really good week overall for Penn State sports. A lot of wins. Um, But yeah, let's, let's kick it off with our teams of the week. Uh, I'll go first, and I'll be talking about the women's soccer team who grabbed their fourth and fifth wins in a row in the last week. The first one against Illinois. Uh, the Nittany Lions won that one by a score of 2-1. to one. Uh, Hard-fought game in some you know rainy conditions, but Illinois got on the board first in the 49th minute before uh, Sam Coffey tied it up 1-1 just two minutes later. Really good to see the team be able to bounce back from from a goal like that. Um, they have been dominating possession for a majority of the game, and Illinois was able to sneak one in. Um, and then to seal the win, Carrie Abello scored in the 68th minute off an assist by Ali Schlegel. Uh, really big goal to, to uh, shift momentum completely in Penn State's favor. And the Penn State defense, really a strong second half allowing just one shot in the last 22 minutes of the game. Um, So, yeah, that was their fourth straight win. And then they parlayed that into another win against Northwestern uh, on Monday. That was uh, another Big Ten win by a score of 3-1. to It was Penn State's senior day, their last home game of the season. Really impressive result. Got off, uh, got onto the scoreboard really early in the fifth minute off a goal by Peyton Linehan, who scored again in the 19th minute to make it 2 nothing. before Northwestern netted one uh, just 19 seconds into the second half, which, you know, can be a big momentum shift, but Penn State didn't let that slow them down. Ali Schlegel off an assist by Sam Coffey scores the third goal for the Nitty Lions in the 62nd minute. Um, so that was a, a really big win, especially as we get near the postseason and uh, they're five in a row. The women's soccer team now 10-6-1 on the season, 7-3 and three in conference play. So they're my team of the week for those two big wins. Colin, you want to tell us about your team of the week? Yeah, so I'm looking at the women's volleyball team here. They had an impressive weekend coming away with two wins against our Michigan rivals here. Uh, the first match they faced off against the Wolverines. Uh, it was a tighter contest. They won by scores of 25-23, 20-25. Then they dropped the third set to Michigan, 25-16, to but then were able to rally back in the fourth with a 25-22 win to seal up the match. Um, overall, it was a pretty tight contest. Like um, Statistically-wise, you know, points were very similar. Kills, aces, blocks, you know, kind of pretty tight, slightly favoring Penn State. But we saw Caitlin Horde and Johnny Parker pretty much lead the way in most of the categories. Uh, with 16 and 15 kills, Johnny Parker had three aces, while Caitlin Horde uh, rounded out six blocks. So it was just a nice, like, kind of duo effort for the Nittany Lions to come away with that three to one win in the set wise against Michigan. And then they took that to the rest of the weekend whenever they went and played Michigan State, who's another tough team coming in as 13 and five. Mm-hmm. Um, it was another. Uh, sweep for Penn State. They won 26 24, 25 11, and then 25 19. So, more of a rounded out win for the Nittany Lions when these statistics were kind of a little more swayed Penn State wise, you know, 60 to 45 on the point wise. Aces were 8 to 2 in favor of the Nittany Lions, as well as Diggs coming away with 43 to 35. Uh, it was another game where Johnny Parker led the team in kills with 10. Well, Kendall White uh, stepped up and had four aces on the day. Well, Caitlin Horde once again led the team in blocks. 
So this was Penn State's 12th win of the season, taking them to 12-5, and five, as well as 6-2 and two in the Big Ten. So they kept their winning ways going, and we're excited to see how they can keep that going throughout the season. Yeah, both of these teams able to, you know, get momentum, start getting hot at the right time this season as as they, they move into the postseason. So well done to both the women's soccer and volleyball teams. All right, let's shift into our Athletes of the Week. Uh, I'll go first, starting with the women's cross-country teams, Catherine Monks. She is a senior. She finished finished first at the Penn State National Open this past weekend. Um, really big result. Have helped get Penn State to a, a team win and, you know, finished with a time of 2013, uh, 12 seconds faster than anyone else. So really great performance, obviously, this year. But she finished sixth in the event last year and um, has a lot of accolades to her name. She ranks second all time for Penn State in the 10,000 meters. She's also part of the track team. Um, competed in the 2019 Outdoor National Championships for track, competed in six meets and uh, set two personal bests there. Um, In terms of cross country, last year she ran in all seven team meets, um, ran a season best 21 flat in the Penn State National Open last year, also competed in all seven meets her sophomore year, and her freshman year even made an impact. Her first meet with, uh, had a fifth-place finish. So, you know, she really has been making an impact since her, her first step in uh, on Penn State's campus. Uh, in high school, she was, you know, a very highly regarded cross-country runner, district champion, state champion, um, New York State meet qualifier, uh, Times-Herald Record Athlete of the Year in, uh, in 2014 and 2015, uh, competed in the New Balance Outdoor Nationals in the four by mile, and you know just really dominant in her cross country and track endeavors. She's from Chester, New York. Went to Monroe Woodbury High School. Um, she's majoring in kinesiology, which you know maybe that studies uh, those studies are helping her you know maximize her potential as a runner. But um, she's obviously done a, a fantastic job and um, could potentially be trying out for you know. Uh, more national teams in the future, Olympic trials, stuff like that. So um, Catherine Monks is my athlete of the week, and she uh, she obviously has deserved all the accolades that she's received. Colin, you want to tell us a little bit about yours? Yeah, so I have Peyton Linehan as my athlete of the week. Uh, she's a freshman here on our women's soccer team, and she was recently awarded the Big Ten Freshman of the Week for her big game against Northwestern on Tuesday. Uh, the Nittany Lions came in with a 3-1 to one victory where Peyton had two goals, including the game winner. Um, she's a, so far this season, she's appeared in all 18 games for the Nittany Lions while starting 14 of those. Uh, currently on the team, she's tied for fourth in goals with four uh, in her freshman campaign. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Peyton comes to us from Douglas, Massachusetts. Uh, she went to Blackstone Valley Tech High School, where her club team was the SD Stars of Massachusetts. Uh, Peyton's has uh, many accolades, you know, countless women's national teams, you know, U15, U17, U18. Uh, She's traveled all over the world to play, including Uruguay, Nicaragua, China. So just a lot of like interesting places where Peyton's traveled throughout playing soccer. Uh, She came to Penn State as the number 15 ranked recruit and the number five forward from top drawer soccer. Uh, She played with the FC Stars from Massachusetts and was a national finalist with that club. Uh, they were the Northeast champions in 2017 for the U14 teams. 
Uh, so yeah, Peyton said she chose Penn State because it feels like her second home, and she like really clicked with the coaching staff and the team chemistry. They really like what Penn State had going on, not only with the team, but just like as a uh, college student and an athlete combined with that. So yeah, we're glad to have Peyton here in Penn State, and she's making an immediate impact for the team, which is really good to see. So we hope really Peyton can have a bright future. Absolutely. So many Penn State women's soccer players have gone on uh, to play for the, the national team. You see Allie Krieger there now. Um, so hopefully Peyton will, will follow in those footsteps. And um, really well done to both Catherine and Peyton this week. All right, let's move into our surprises of the week. I'll start this one off with a, a just a weird game for the men's soccer team. Um, this one took place on Tuesday. And, you know, the the result, not necessarily the biggest surprise, but just the, the circumstances of the match. It ended early due to fog at Jeffrey Field. So the game was stopped by the referees in the 72nd minute. Um, head coach Jeff Cook, not too thrilled with the situation. After the game, he said they felt they couldn't officiate the game and keep the players safe on the field. And that's why they decided to end, to end the game. In NCAA soccer, if you play 70 minutes, it becomes an official result. So tonight we have to settle for a 1-1 tie. I'm disappointed we couldn't finish and see who could win the game, but I thought overall we played really well and created a lot of good scoring opportunities. There is some frustration that we couldn't have converted more of them. But at the end of the day, against a highly rated James Madison team, it's not the worst result in the world. So yeah, like uh, like Cook said, 1-1 tie. James Madison got on the board first in a 17th minute off a goal by Thomas Judge. Um, really kind of put the Nittany Lions on their heels a little bit, but uh, Penn State had a, a really impressive uh, shift in momentum after that, uh, really dominating the, the the game in terms of possession, had 14 shots compared to James Madison's six. Uh, senior captain Aaron Malloy was able to tie the game in the 42nd minute off a cross by Dax Hoffman. Uh, you know, James Madison just kind of lost him in the box. He was able to bring down the cross and a uh, pretty easy goal for him. Uh, Malloy now tied in the Big Ten for most goals on the season with seven. Leads Penn State in that category, obviously. Um, so, you know, Malloy's been having an incredible season. He's really the workhorse in the middle of the field. And this Penn State men's soccer team is is out to prove something. They've got some, some really impressive results. And James Madison, definitely not a, a team they were going to overlook. They're a strong team, 9-5-2 this year. But, um it, from from the looks of it, the momentum was in Penn State's favor, and as Jeff Cook said, you know they they wish they could have finished that one because they felt they could have won it. But um, yeah, my surprise of the week, just kind of the circumstances of this game, um, but still a, a strong result for the men's soccer team. Colin, your surprise? Yeah, so mine comes with the men's ice hockey team. They were going up against Alaska, and where we saw them come away with a seven nothing victory, where it's kind of all Penn State, and you know just controlling the ice completely. You later saw that swung into a three. Or, I'm sorry, into a four nothing loss against the same Alaska team. So I know Penn State kind of had a different line set for this one. Uh, veteran goalie Peyton Jones had the night off to rest his knees. So, you know, you didn't expect Penn State to have the same firepower and the same control, but you'd still expect them to compete with like, a high standard against this, like, lesser ranked or lesser talented Alaska team. Mm -hmm. So just – and it seemed like a lot of, like, early period uh, goals were given up by the Nittany Lions with two minutes into the first period, uh, 30 seconds into the second period, and then almost four minutes into the third. So it's just like they almost came back onto the ice and weren't ready to go right at the – opening whistles i suppose so 
Um, I don't think it's a reason to have concern for the Nittany Lions, you know, kind of starting goalie wasn't out there and, you know, it just different line set where the Penn State really wasn't operating at full capacity, but definitely something where we need to see these lesser lines play better and be able to compete whenever the starters and the higher lines are getting time off. So hopefully we can see the Nittany Lions turn this around. Yep, absolutely. Still, like you said, probably not too much cause for concern for the Nittany Lions this season, but uh, still a, a surprising result nonetheless. Um, so, all right, guys, that's pretty much all we have for you this week. Uh, you know, please follow us on Twitter. Uh, check out our website at www.psuunderground.com. Our Twitter is at undergroundaths. That's all the underground sports stuff. Um, you know, a lot of great stuff on there, a lot of great articles, and um, all our writers work really hard to make sure we get good stuff out to you. Um, we really appreciate you listening, and we'll see you on Sunday for a breakdown of the Penn State-Michigan State football game on Saturday. Thank you, guys.